podcast. Yeah. Um, we're here on the Cubecast with Rachel Goff. Goff. Okay. And uh, Tom and myself. Hi. Um, so yeah, we just we just jumped right into it because it was, um, we were just losing a lot of good content, so we just uh, <laughs> started that off. Um, so uh, you just did a photo shoot, a kind of goth. Uh, yeah, yeah. So street media, the whole vibe. Um, we 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 like our kind of like gothic, punky style. Um, most of us who are in the in the team are quite quite like that. So. <laughs> We wanted oh, to really? get a photo shoot that showed that. Noah, turn that down, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> it's all good. I, I, I'm not hearing anything on this end. I'm not so. hearing anything either. This is great. <laughs> it was so, he started playing um, Family Guy in there, but he was like, <laughs> 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 Anyway, yeah. So the photo shoot was fun. <laughs> Very good. Oh, right When's uh when are the photos of that coming out? Um, when Noah can be bothered to edit them, probably. And <laughs> <laughs> decide which ones are usable and which ones um I'm like blinking in, which is probably most of them. <laughs> That's so funny. It's so true when you're doing photoshops or you you're trying um try not to smile. Okay, look uninterested. Try and get natural laughs as well. So when Elise is doing her photos or when I'm doing mine, uh, the other one is like dancing behind Noah taking the photos and make each other laugh. (laughs) It just looks funny. It it looks better if you go natural smile. And we don't we don't always want to look dead inside. Like yeah, we're like punky and gothic, but we're happy, you know. Yeah, right on. (laughs) Cool. Most of the time. Most of the time. Yeah. about anything, it's about fun, right? Yeah. No fun and frogs, I don't know. Jumping. <laughs> yeah. <Exactly. laughs> uh, when did you start doing parkour? Um, so I started parkour. Um, it's kind of weird because I found out about parkour when I was about 15. Um, uh, at so I did like I started doing gymnastics um, for about a year. I did it as a kid, and I picked it up for about a year and a bit um, when I was about fourteen. Um, but they have like these open sessions at my gymnastics gym, and there was these parkour people that would go because there was actually a parkour a small it was really small a small parkour gym attached to the gym where I did gymnastics. And the parkour people would go like at the open gym as well because you could use the gymnastics center, and like I kind of made friends with some of them there. But it was like kind of forbidden to mingle with the parkour a lot <laughs> yeah like, oh, they're gonna they're gonna distract you you can't talk to the boys rachel and then um like obviously everyone thought that the reason i was trying to i was like i, I decided to like try out some parkour moves um just because i i was interested by it um mm-hmm. and i ended up starting taking friday classes but um it took a while to convince uh the people around me and especially my dad that I was I was doing it because I enjoyed it not just because I I fancied boys that did parkour <laughs> and shit like that because um 
yeah my my dad was fully convinced <laughs> he was like oh, are you going off to to hang out with those boys again Rachel and I'm like I just <laughs> want to do some jumps but okay not like um, playing football but playing part you know doing parkour yeah like, it don't was play like football with boys thing. but yeah <laughs> yeah it was like it was really annoying but um yeah I ended up I would say I officially started um because I went to Project Underground in February 2019 I was kind of going to the parkour gym about once a week maybe just, like just because I like I made some friends with people there but I was mostly kind of doing still gymnastics um but I ended up going back completely by myself to Project Underground um I was in, I turned 16 by then and uh <laughs> everyone in my gym had been going on about how they were all gonna go to this event it was all the way in Sheffield which is like which is where I live now, which is two hours away from where I lived. And they were going on about it. I, I, I researched the event. I was like, this looks so cool. I really want to go. Wow, it looks so fun. I was like, guys, have you got your tickets? And they're like, yeah, we have, sure. And then so I was like, sick. I bought my ticket. And then uh, they were like, oh, yeah, we actually didn't get any tickets and we're not going. <laughs> I'm like, okay, great. <laughs> but um, I still had my ticket. So I was like, guess I'm going by myself. <laughs> Uh, I just went by myself and it was absolutely terrifying because I was the most awkward little 16 year old. Still am, but I'm a 19 year old now, but yeah. <laughs> it was absolutely terrifying. But I made some friends and that's where the first time I met like Elise and um, Street Media and like found out about that. And yeah, most people were really nice. I got um, like coerced into competing, which was the most probably the most embarrassing moment of my life at the time now I just look back at it and find it funny but uh I did compete and it was an interesting an interesting take on free running <laughs> was, was sure. like a style event yeah it was like a style competition and I was like yeah they were like oh Rachel you're the only girl here that could like qualify like could like that is old enough to do the adult category. We haven't got any women in it. Oh, and then Sydney, would you want to do it? And I was like, no. And then they were like, come on, you know you want to do it, just do it. And then I was just like, no. <laughs> but like 10 minutes, maybe, before the final like, thing closed, they were like, yeah. I was like, sure, I guess I'll do it. And um, yeah. it, was, it wasn't great, but a lot of people had a lot of things to say. <laughs> um was that on your instagram yeah it's on my instagram somewhere you know what i checked out that run because you're like i wasn't too sure if i should post this whatever i liked it but um i, I see a lot of you in me or me and you um coming up um because i wouldn't post stuff but i could see how my runs were and where you know i could use improvement or where I was really proud of myself because it was a huge gap or pre or whatever and you know for back then I was you know kind of cool and now it's kind of more flowier you know how you have a couple more years onto it but no and then I see your todays I'm like come <laughs> on like you gotta learn from somewhere like if that was like your most embarrassing yeah. thing well pff, that's done and over with oh it's definitely not the most embarrassing it's the most embarrassing thing at the time we've gone yeah, much exactly <laughs> we've gone way worse <laughs> since then but it's all learning a learning experience you gotta mm. like people get scared to compete and i currently don't like i'm still like trying to push myself to compete in more things because i get so nervous and stuff um sure. but i definitely don't regret competing in uh, projects 
like now like looking back on it but definitely like right after I did it I was like I regret that because a lot of people <laughs> were like uh, actually no I, I have this fun thing that um which I did find well, I'm gonna mention um after I finished my run like <laughs> some people like kind of made fun of me for it they were like well that was interesting and stuff and like some people I knew that some people like said like talking to each other like saying like oh why should you do that that was shit but one person one person came up to me and gave me a fist bump and said that was sick and that was Joe Scandrett who was probably one of my favorite athletes and like that I was watching at the time and he came up to me I was like that was sick good effort gave me a fist bump and I was just like I don't care I don't care that people were telling me it was shit Joe Scandrett came and told me it was good so that yeah. like that, uh, that cancels everything just else. everything else. I know. And then it was like one of those things. I was like, well, that 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 that's made my that's made my week because I was like, like when you're starting out in the community as well, like all these people who are like they're like, oh, these famous athletes. Like I was like young and I was just like, oh my god, it just got you. I know, right? Trying to keep your shit together. Yeah, <laughs> I couldn't. I couldn't keep my shit together. Sydney Olsen there. It was literally like, like probably one of the only women I'd ever seen doing like proper like parkour at the time because I wasn't that deep right. in the community right. at the time. But she was there, and I was like, Oh my god, Sydney, hi! Can I have a That's photo, awesome. please? <laughs> and then I'm just you like, know, yeah. you know, I had a similar <laughs> moment. Um, it was uh, Andrea Ross. She's a uh, Canadian stunter. Um, not not. Uh, not cheerlead, but like actually movie stunt. Yeah, and no, I, uh, I, I was training with her um, the day before a competition and at the competition, because we were the only two women there. Uh, there were some, some uh, younger ladies there, but so we kind of instead of like you know sized each other up, we were just like, hey, like there's two chicks here, we might as well be friends, kind of thing. <laughs> and then not until yeah, and not until I googled her and who saw who she was, I'm like. Are you kidding? What? Andrea, what? What? We're pals? I'm like that. You know, it didn't hit me then because I really didn't know. But when I was on my own, I was just like, oh, that's so cool. But you even knew who Sydney Olsen was before she came up to you. You're just like jaw I, I drop, like fist bump. Uh, I saw her and I was like, oh my God. But I was Whoa. like, I to talk to her. Like, but I was like, hi, um, do you think I could get a photo, please? And then I took a photo. I was like, thank you. Bye. <laughs> I was just scared, but like now I think about it, I'm like, why was I that awkward? Like, oh, whatever. Why? Girls yeah. coming up to you and doing the same thing. Uh, it, it's it's kind of gone in a cycle. So when yeah. when when that does happen to me now, I'm like, <laughs> okay. Yeah. Exactly. Go over and say something. Totally. So I like and I like just going up to people and talking to them now a lot more than like, like I I got like like. It sounds like really, I don't know how to, like, how to describe it, like, like big headed, maybe. But I have yeah. had people like come up and ask me for a photo, and I have had people like, I've seen that they're like too scared. Like, you can kind of tell when someone's like too awkward to talk to you. So it's quite nice. Yeah. I'm just like, right, hi, I'm Rachel, what's your name? Right, and right, like, cool. Hi. Yeah, <laughs> I like how you brought that around. Yeah, it's really neat. Circle of parkour. I was <laughs> we'll name this podcast the cycle of parkour <laughs> parkour famous uh is, is such a funny concept too because everyone in the parkour world knows you know 
a lot of the other athletes, but then anyone outside of parkour has no idea. Yeah, no. Right? So it's like you can be like, oh my god, like that's that's that person there, like it's so important. And then person over there is like, I have no idea who yeah. that is. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm I'm like that a lot, <laughs> but it's like describing it to people outside of the community as well, like exactly. Like they they, they don't care. <laughs> But no, they do, no. but they don't. Like, it's it's a confusing one. Like, explaining it to my family as well. Like, um, when I repost, like, people taking photos with me on my Instagram, my parents, like, my parents are completely convinced that I'm, like, famous. And I'm like, no, no, <laughs> no. <laughs> um, it's just, like, in this tiny community maybe some of them have heard of me before like there's a there's a small there's a good chance right mm-hmm. and then my my parents are just convinced like nope a celebrity famous and then they'll they'll tell like their like uh, family friends and especially my sister as well um when i went to my sister's birthday party she was like this is my sister my sister's famous by the way um yeah <laughs> she's instagram famous and then i'm just kind of there, like um not, not really, to be honest. No. Well, I, you got a, got a pretty solid Instagram following. You're definitely parkour famous. <laughs> I'd say it's like parkour kind of well known, but definitely, definitely not Instagram famous. But it's just funny that like, I don't know. In our own famous. genre, for yeah. parkour genre, you um, are definitely within the top 25 yeah the top niche maybe yeah yeah totally yeah yeah but that's the most important niche there is so well oh, yeah. that's all it counts, all matters right? <laughs> yeah it, it's good it filters out all the like lame people i say yeah. lame people let's face you it know. all parkour people are lame people but they're cool. <laughs> oh <laughs> snap they're like all the lame people that just shouldn't that just like we just told they were lame, but they're just not. They're just like, they're all cool people. Yeah, they are. Absolutely. And now when we're I meet normal people, that. I'm like, why are you so boring? <laughs> it seems like, it seems like um, muggles don't have drive. Yeah, no, that's exactly like, I was had this conversation. Um, mm. I was talking with my family because I've been like, because I moved to Sheffield and I didn't really know anyone outside of parkour. I was like, right, I'm going to try and make some friends. At, uh, my own age and you know and I've just, just been trying to meet like talk to people and then like when I like talk to random people at some parties I've made some good friends that are like really cool but like I just talk to some random people at some parties and I'm like oh, you are so boring <laughs> it sounds horrible but like what's the catch yeah why would I, why am I interested what's the catch here like what do you do nothing I, I game or you know I or I I'm not even game like do nothing like I work and I work and I work and I sleep and I work. It's yeah. like, well, I guess we need people like you in the world, but yeah, you are boring. <laughs> like anyone who's got passion for anything, I think is so cool. Like, I I don't care what it is, but if mm-hmm. you have a stupid passion, like, I don't care if it's like medieval fighting. If you're really passionate about it, that's sick and that makes you cool. Yeah. Whereas so many people that I've met, they don't really have any passion for anything. And it's like, go away. <laughs> Not go away, like. No, find something. Yeah. Do what find I do. Do what they do. Find something. 
it's cool to be like, you know, moved out and studying and stuff, but what are you actually passionate about? And like, what are you doing to like pursue that? And then they're just like, um, I go clubbing most weekends. I'm like, oh, cool, <laughs> nice. It's a great passion. <laughs> What's right, like, go, go, go for it. <laughs> Well, when you ask somebody whether they do, and it's automatically a job, right? And then when people normally ask me, what do I do? I take a long pause, and I'm like, where do I start? Yeah. (laughs) Like, what do I do? Oh, and then they say, oh, for money. I'm like, oh, well, I do this. I do this stupid job. (laughs) And they're like, that's not stupid. It's really cool. I'm like, "Mm, I'd rather be doing my my passions, you know, kind of thing. I need to do my job to make money for my passions, right? Yeah. (laughs) But if you, well, I'd say having some sort of thing that you have to do to fuel your passions will make your passion stronger. Because if you're only doing the passion and nothing else, you'll find Absolutely. yourself drained. Like, maybe. It's, it's, like you said, it's about balance. Yeah. Yeah. As The Rock said, it's about dry. It's about power. <laughs> cool. I've never I, heard that before. Have you not heard the new? Yeah, never mind. Um, no, no, that, no, never. That's cool. Is that a new it's, it's just one of the. It's just a new song. Well, not even new, but The Rock had a verse in it, and it was it wasn't quite well known. But I'm, ah, I'm not gonna, rock. I'm not gonna, you know, repeat. <laughs> yeah, <that was> <laughs> well, nothing gets your motivation up like Dwayne the Rock Johnson's. So. Yeah. Yeah. If anyone's a motivated person, it's, it's him. Podcast, like expecting something of value, and I'm like, huh, Dwayne the Rock Johnson. <laughs> Guys, also, you're all boring if you don't like anything. I, I like, like the Rock, hey, actually. You're really coming for us here. I'm like, oh, well, sorry. <laughs> I'm a horrible person. It's fine. Not at all. Just getting to know you. Yes, um, I'm, I'm sorry for that. <laughs> <laughs> that you're even doing doing it. I'm already sorry. <laughs> no, it's uh, it's actually uh, you're really quite fun. Um, I didn't know what to expect, but this is this is great. This is yeah. Uh, yeah. Didn't know what to expect. This my, is not it. Um, no, this is great. My face is like if I'm smiling, it's starting to feel the, the muscles get activated. <laughs> that makes me happy too. Yay, I like right it. Wow. Do we have Where'd it go from here? I yeah. got a question. What's your question? Shoot. Um, I saw I saw that uh, on your Instagram that you hit up uh, IMAX there. You're f- wow, that was pretty awesome to um put down your style in such a, a grand space. Thanks. Um, that's really I really wanted to see. Um I have a plan for IMAX project uh in a park over here um, in Canada, but we'll see what happens. You know, what, what what's in your head and what gets built is totally different. But but that's what I like want to see. I I like seeing smaller, condensed, flowier, and then something really explosive. And good on you. That's awesome. Thanks. Yeah, yeah. IMAX is definitely a difficult spot to tackle, um, especially if you're not as confident in massive jumps um mm. but i uh, i'm one of those ones where i was like well it is like i couldn't i haven't done the main jump yet but the um level one like the second one that's a little smaller right. i've managed to do from like kong stride kind of but um yeah it's, it was definitely one of those ones where it was like don't know how like 
I'd seen George Monroe do it before, um, but like it's one of those ones like I haven't seen anyone kind of similar to me do it, so I don't know if I can do it. But it, 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 yeah, well, you gotta you gotta try. <laughs> um, no doubt. I'm definitely. I, I I haven't been to IMAX in a while because I moved all the way to Sheffield, which is like three and a half, four hours from London now. Mm. But definitely want to go back. Um, the the big jump is definitely on my list if my ankles can take it, which they probably can't. But it's fine. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, they probably can. You're still young. Yeah. <laughs> if I break them, they can just heal up, and then I'll just carry on. Get stronger, right? Once you break yeah. something, and it heals back stronger. I mean, <laughs> my wrist does not follow that uh, <laughs> that blueprint, but sure. Yeah, that's also, true. Unless gotta... it's a ligament or tendon. <laughs> <laughs> well, wait, wait. I you got a... two questions. You got a banged up wrist. Yeah, well, I uh, I broke my wrist in August, like very last day of August last year, and even now it's like, ow, it hurts. <laughs> Yeah, because your bars, your bars were really good. I guess up until then, I was watching you. Yeah, so um, I only managed to get back on bars like kind of early this year, I guess. But it's like it's like fine now, but it does ache quite a lot, mm. like just from random things. Like like it still hasn't got its full range of motion back, but like I, I'm I'm trying to get there. But I think it's one of those ones where it's just gonna be like pretty weak for quite a while. But I, it's not it's not like stopping me from anything. It's just like when I am training, sometimes it's like, <sighs> hold on, guys, my wrist is like isn't 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 enjoying this. But I still can keep going. It's just a bit annoying. So saying that, do you do warm ups? Because I know like we train with um this one guy Jesse, and he just walks into it and walks out of it. He doesn't do a warm up or nothing. He just goes in there dry and he does it for like uh, 40 minutes and then he's gone like he just does parkour and little spurts so do you warm up too you like yeah I, I usually warm up but like most of my warm up is just doing parkour but like i know i know i know more intense so like i'll just start with some like small jumps usually i just start with some standing positions and then just plyos and stuff and um, i like to like warm up my wrists a bit um just like shaking them around and things and ankle raises I always want my ankles because they're quite weak <laughs> um yeah I'll always go on the side of a block and then like, do like one-legged ankle raises on both legs mm. just to try and stop yeah. that thing but you know it, it it strikes without warning as the motors t-shirt says <laughs> <laughs> Is my accent too? No, 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 no. I'm right. No, oh. sorry. That has nothing to do. I was, I was making fun. Um, <laughs> when I do that, that's my own thing of like trying to like um, play along and end a sentence. Uh, has nothing yeah. to do with your it's accent. A, yeah. It's a stupid usually, Canadian thing. That's what it <laughs> usually is. people um, get annoyed at me for my accent because oh my fuck no, does make me mumble uh, quite a lot. How are our accents? Do we mumble or are we like uh, cut yeah. off words? Oh. You're fine. I can understand you. Can I say a couple of times? <laughs> a. a. Good coffee, eh? Got some maple syrup, eh? <laughs> you want some tea and crumpets? Ah, there you go. Right <laughs> <on>. <laughs> uh, Tom, do you got a question? 
Uh, so many. I don't even know where to start oh. here. Uh, are you able, like, you train with uh, the other motors people? Are they around you? Or I know that team's kind of spread out, so. Yes, the team's kind of spread out. Um, when I lived back with my parents, uh, I wasn't, I could kind of go to London in the day. It was quite a trek, but, um, so I did see, like, Mark's quite a bit and a bit of Keelan when he came up. But now that I've moved to Sheffield, I haven't seen any of them in ages because I'm just in the middle of nowhere. The whole, I, I see, I've seen Camilla and Travis probably the most recently. And Camilla lives in a different country. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, we, uh, I was with Camilla in Germany and then I came back from Germany and then went back out to see Camilla in Lisbon. So it was like, I've seen Camilla and Travis the most. Because um, Travis is always traveling around. He likes to stop by, but I was with him in Germany as well. So it's like, <sighs> we're, we're everywhere but. I love it. When, when I yeah. see the others, it's usually not in English. That's so weird. <laughs> Which is crazy. Yeah, everyone's crazy so stuff. close there, but still so far. Yeah, like, I, I don't even know who the closest is to me at the moment. Because um, Robbie's in Scotland, which I think is like a four-hour drive from where I am. And Ooh. then Giles and Keelan are in, like, Seven Oaks area, which is also a four-hour drive from where I am. And then if I wanted to go and see like Max who lives in Bournemouth, that's probably like four and a half hours away. Wow. I'm just in the middle of nowhere at the moment. It's, it's great, great fun. Yeah, that's great. <laughs> so I guess since joining Modus, like your training hasn't changed much then? You're not training with their, that team or? I'd like to much. train with them more, but, um, yeah it's just getting together is quite difficult um just because we like we live so far away even when i lived with my parents it was a good like two and a half hour drive down to giles and where the workshop is yeah. um i like to train them more but when i was moving out um the, i was like looking at different options obviously like to trick to move closer to like the hq would be nice kind of the London area maybe, but it was just so expensive when it came to like I can only imagine. <laughs> survival. And uh, when it came to like working a job as well, because I wouldn't be able to get by just on like a small amount I make from parkour very irregularly. Mm -hmm. um, I I had a job like almost guaranteed in Sheffield, working at the, the gym here and I'm I'm so happy I moved here because my job's great and like the people here like um I would say like the people here are some of like my best friends even before I moved here I knew them all so well so it just made sense for me to move cool, up here. Yeah. Um but I I I hope we get to, I get to do more stuff with most in the future. We did uh, film a big project uh, back in the summer that's currently being edited so I'm excited to see oh. like that. I was actually just going to ask if there's any upcoming uh, Modus uh, yeah, projects. Yeah. We've, got, oh, a, we've right got a big video coming. Um, it's going to be uh, basically the concept of the video is we travel from uh, John O'Groats, which is the highest part of the UK in Scotland, the very, very top, all the way down to Land's End, which is the lowest part of England. Um, and like Cornwall, um, the drive itself, 
I feel like I, I think it's like 12 hours drive, if you drive to one from one end to the other don't oh. quote me on that because I feel like I might be like being really stupid and it could just be like 24 <laughs> hours and I'm just like saying a stupid number um it might it might be that I'm not sure but either way we uh did it over like the course of about two weeks um we just traveled around and well, it's not all training we did some cool like hikes around the top of scotland as well but it's like that that's the concept i think i'm definitely allowed to say that i don't think i'm giving any spoilers away here <laughs> um <laughs> just hope that this doesn't get posted i get a message from giles like why did you ruin it oh my gosh but he would never that one. Um, you didn't yeah, drop but... any dates or tell us anything really juicy so um no, 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 you didn't tell us, so I that's did. good. I thought you said, can I? I was like, uh, no, oh, shit, no, I, I wouldn't ask. No. Other than what happened there. No. Um, but I'm not in it a huge amount, because the whole of, like, the first week, I was like, I got my period on the first day, and we were, like, camping in the complete wilderness, and I was just so grumpy. <laughs> 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 and I was like, yeah, so... I, I also don't like cameras that much as well. They stress me out. So in that thing, I was like, guys, sleep you like this. Then it came to training and I was just like, I can't. I feel like death. Um, yeah. So I'm going to go sit in the car, cry a bit. <laughs> and uh, I'll see you guys. <laughs> well, yeah, what's wrong with her? Why is she in the car crying? <laughs> yeah, I was the only girl on the whole tour, so it was like, I know. It's so difficult to... It is. I, I hear you. I really do. Damn bless him, tried to help. But the others were bloody useless. Yeah. <laughs> it's a difficult subject. Um, it doesn't mean... It doesn't matter who you're around, but... Yeah. It was just, okay. it, it was just one of those ones, like... I feel like people... I don't I don't remember that much because I have a really bad memory. I can't... Like, like, I remember, but I also don't, you know? Like, but... Yeah. Um, I'm trying to remember what I've actually done that's in the film and I can't really remember like anything like there's like one clip of me that like comes to mind which I'm excited yeah. about um for sure that I've been saving but like I can't really remember what else I did to be honest so I guess the most you're gonna get of me is my really bad freestyle rapping in the car so oh awesome <laughs> <laughs> looking forward to it it's def- definitely uh a, a, a rough a rough start there that's hilarious. So is that what you do on the side as a rap? Yeah, I guess. I mean, uh, <laughs> I was always in the car with Sam and Max for most of it. We kind of switched it up a bit, but I mostly stayed in Sam's car. Um, yeah. And the first day, the drive from mine to the to where we were staying was like nine hours, I think. So me mm. and Sam shared the driving for that. But um their way of passing the time was putting on like freestyle beats and just going for it and I'd never oh. even tried this in my in my tried freestyle rap in my life and um we should have kept it that way that's all I'm saying <laughs> I can't stop like <laughs> um I'd cool. say towards the end of it though I actually got half decent like not not half decent still like absolutely awful but not as bad as a uh, as what you're gonna see in the film from when I first died. There's no, there's no footage. There's no footage at the end of the, at the end of the road trip. The only footage that they have of me trying is like the first time. So it's, it's, it's 
bad. But you know, we'll, you we'll check it out when it comes out, and then I'll message you and see what see how you feel. <laughs> this is where I find out that they edited it all out, and I'm like, oh well, yep. sorry guys, sorry to disappoint. I, uh, I'm no embarrassment for me today. <laughs> They'll give you Special your own release. feature, probably. Yeah, I hope so. There you go. Do now. Yeah, most of the footage of me is when I'm actually asleep, so like <laughs> <laughs> so much footage of like uh Sam and Max just like rapping in the car and I'm just on the back passed seat passed out yeah. asleep. You know, oh well. Oh well, you know. They can't embarrass me if I don't think it's embarrassing. Yeah, that's my that's right. That's my, yeah. We've gone so off like topic, but like not anyway. No, not at all. There's no topic to um, hold to here. There is no <laughs> I, I go to um, spots with these guys, and um, I'm the only chick on the road, and I'll drive in my own car for my own reasons, Tom's knows. <laughs> and um, I'll pick up hitchhikers, and I'll, uh, I'll do all this crazy stuff, and then they'll be like, what? And I'm like, I'll rent a hotel room, and they're like, why? We're just sleeping at the, the gym. I'm like, oh, well, I'm a lady, you know, like... You know, I need to take care of some stuff, you know, kind of thing, right? It's just not this. So, like, I, I totally, that whole trip, I kind of I kind of feel you out on that thing, too, right? So, yeah. yeah, no, it's good. I think it has to be said. Actually, to tell you the truth, um, I think you're the second uh, female on the program. What, on, the, on Motus? No, on our um, CubeCast. I, yeah, I, I, yeah. I was, like, confused. Second, my yeah. 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 Um, yeah. Amy. Amy Harford. Amy Harford. Yeah. Yeah. She was she's awesome. Great. Right. Isn't she good? Yeah. 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 Um. So yeah, like this is great because some things like, for instance, Amy. Some things we as other people wouldn't understand certain things that she goes through in parkour, just as well as your team doesn't know what you go through in a parkour neither so that's why we have this podcast so we can get these voices out there right you know what i mean like pretty good just to talk about it and right it. so it's not your actually your your average cast about like uh yeah so what's your longest uh plyo you know what is your like, longest plyo yeah it's not just digits at this point <laughs> it's, a, it's a family right parkour family we say that all, at all jams that's what it is we're trying to bring you know narrowing that gap between the the family members that's why we have a guest so <laughs> welcome to the family <laughs> yay i'm part of the family yay i feel so special you are has that, has that been ever like a major issue for you at jams with just being the mm -hmm. only girl and like just um, too many Especially younger guys around. It's never like really like uh, it's never got to the point where it's like that bad of an issue. Like at a jam, like sometimes it's just kind of awkward because like you 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 know when like someone comes and talks to you, you're just like um okay. <laughs> um, I've had like some issues with people showing up like. And my old gym, some random person who like messaged me on Instagram showed up and like kind of followed me around the gym, and I was like, okay, I'm going home. It's a bit weird. Oh, sure, sure. Um, yeah, uh, oh, they just messaged me online and then just kind of showed up, and we're just like, like I don't know, like I recognized someone, like their name when they said it, and then I checked it, and it was a bit like, 
it was when I, okay, this sounds right. It was when I was like 16 and then, then they, it was like, I'd just been like started out training and I remember them messaging me like, oh yeah, you train, right? And I was like, they were messaging me asking, oh, where'd you train? And me being an idiot was like, yeah, this is the gym that I train at. It's really good. You should check it out. Thinking I'll do some promotion and they actually showed up and wouldn't like leave. And then the, 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 the message that stuck in my mind was, wow, how are you so gorgeous? you're only you're like I'm 18 and you're only 16 but you're so pretty which is like alarm bells ringing yeah like even when I was 16 I was like alarm bells ringing Mm -hmm. Nina Mm -hmm. Uh, that's just the weirdest thing but yeah just for them to show up and then like kind of like follow me around the gym I was just just training like every time I moved to train something else they were training (laughs) go away which doesn't really happen anymore like I think I'm yeah I think I'm scarier now. <laughs> scarier. Yeah. I'm definitely. Um, um, there's creeps everywhere. Yeah. And it's a good thing that you uh, you had those uh, red flags come to you when they did. Because it could have been a different situation if you didn't uh, yeah. have that. I am more careful with it now. But I guess it's like now, now I have more of a audience, I'd say, on like Instagram and stuff, there's more chance of that stuff happening. And stuff, mm-hmm. especially since I'm so open with the fact of like where I train and where I work. Mm-hmm. It's like mm-hmm. a big part of my like profile online. Um, so I have to be aware of that quite a lot. Um, but I'd say like, like for the most part, it's fine. Um, yeah. And then at Jams, like the, the original question, like being the only girl can be kind of just I wouldn't say the issue of it, like, is usually the guys. I just get bored sometimes. Like, I'm the only girl. I just find it quite boring. Like, um, I'm trying to find people to train with, and then yeah. they're all bonding over one massive company. I'm like, all right, okay. What can I do? And it's like, it's just nice to train with people that you kind of connect with a little bit better. Um, obviously, I love training with all the guys and stuff. Like, hanging out is great. But when it comes to, like, actual training, like, challenges, it's like... And now that I'm high, like, I would say, like, I've definitely improved in my level. Like, I can join in sure, a lot. Yeah. But, yeah, I would just say that the, the main issue was I could have been in a girl at jams, finding it kind of boring. But it's still fun. Like, I'm still, again, enjoying it because I love parkour and stuff. And a lot of people are nice. But, you know. That's, that's pretty crucial, though, to have someone that's around your same, like, skill level, yeah. working on similar things as you to... It'll help you progress more. Oh, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Like 90% of the reason I moved here was because me and Elise work so well together. It's cool. like the perfect like training mix. Um, she's quite busy with school at the moment, so I'm like training with her that much. But she like come, we, we hang out a lot and stuff and it's really nice. And um, like, because she's better at flips than me. Like she helps me with flips. And then because I'm cool. a little bit farther with jumps, like we, I help her with that. And it's like a good mix of helpfulness I guess and like it's not just parkour that we like connect on as well it's like style and other interests as well which I think is really important like because obviously like just meeting other people that train is nice but meeting other people that train and then they have all these other interests so like even if they didn't have parkour you'd still be their friend you know (laughs) like because they're just cool people and then yeah it's great Hmm. that's awesome I really like that. <laughs> Yay, me too. 
Um, no, like I said before, like um, your journey sounds a lot like mine um, in parkour. And uh, I have certain people in our community that uh, specifically the exact same thing. Uh, these guys are doing these huge jumps and where am I? Because, you know, I'm older and, you know, I'm thinking about making it home, not just the jump, jump kind of thing. right? <laughs> so, so I have to think about my placement and everything else. And I, I kind of when they're doing their own thing, I actually kind of feel good and lost at the same time that I'm doing my, my thing because like, yeah, it's not as I wish I could do that. You know, I'm 10 years older than most of them. And, but then like when I get a line down and I put my own thing, I'm just like, are you kidding me? Like, this is really good. Like I kind of needed to be pushed away to do the really good stuff. You know what I mean? So, um, I see that that's, you know, when you're talking to Justin, I see that that was coming through as well when you were training too. Like, you know, you, you can see what they can do, but you know, you got to see what you can do as well too, right? Not just line up and do the biggest banger, right? Yeah, like um, I did post about it on my story recently. Um, I, when I was in Sweden at the Air Whip Jam, which was actually so much fun, it was great. No um, doubt. Cool, cool. Was, I was just like observing as I do and I'd seen like the guys were like playing around with this like 180 kind of setup so there's like a wall in the middle wall doing like different things um and it was one of those ones where I was like kind of watching and I was like thinking in the back of my head can I do that can I not I don't know but um I was watching like Kevin and Lester they were doing it like really easily like they kept get to the top and then they're like oh easy just 180 back easy done but uh I, I on the last day I was like right I want to want to give this a go because I've seen these guys doing it so easily and it was, not only was it like such a mental challenge I was so exhausted from the past two days as well I hadn't eaten anything that morning as well because I'm stupid all I had was like an energy drink and I'm like yeah that's a good idea um no, I was trying I was trying to get this 180 and um I, I managed to get the one, the first one up to the cat leap, but I was too scared to do the one back and I was getting like really frustrated. I was like, I can't commit to it, like what am I gonna do? And then I got really grumpy and then Kevin's like, right, we're gonna put we're gonna put a mat over it, yeah? And then then you're just gonna do it like this. And then he just gets up, like he I, this sounds like I'm dissing Kevin, I'm not. But he gets up and he's like, Yeah, just make sure you lift your foot up high and he's like kinda of demonstrating, which is like really fucking helpful. So I really appreciate him for doing it. But then he just he just Goes and he goes, yeah, and he's lift up and then turn, and he just does it. I was like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, easy for you, sir. I needed that demonstration as well because he was right yeah. about the technique, but it was so annoying. I was like, you did it so easy. <laughs> but we did put the mat it? on. We put the mat on, and I, I was like prepping it. I was like going to the mat on the wall, and it was fine. And then we took the mat off, and then I started doing it. I started bouncing it. And then I started, to, I got the 180 back just from, just from the cat leap. And I tried from the lower wall to 180 to cat leap and then try to do the 180 back to pre. And then I must, I tried it maybe like 20 times. Every time I was bouncing it, I was putting my full power in and every time, bounce, like every single oh. time. And I was getting so, like, I was tired of it. But I was so upset, like yeah. so yeah. upset because it was like, I was putting my full effort in still bouncing it and I got really like into my head about it I was like I was oh, like it got to the point where I was thinking like if I was just if I was just a dude like this would be so easy because my legs would be just like I would just be able to do it so easy so much easier and it was like the most it was the worst space like headspace to be in like 
It got yep. to one point where I like bounced it and I just dropped down. <laughs> I just wanted to do a full stop, drop. Started, I cried, walked out. And then Lester, who was oh, filming, no. Lester filming found it absolutely hilarious. He was just laughing. And then he was like, oh, wait, what? Because <laughs> he was just laughing at me, bouncing again, really annoyed. But then I just like, I just walked off. I was like, screw this. I went out, drunk, more knocko. Came back. I was like, right, I'm doing it. I eventually got it. I got yeah. money. But even after I got it, I was like, why did that take so long? <laughs> I didn't even celebrate when I got it. I was like, right, bye. I'm out. Yeah, right. <laughs> so you get rewarded by doing it, and then you don't even get pleasure out of it because you're like, if I just had testosterone, this would be way yeah, easier. Yeah, I know. And it's the worst, <laughs> it's the worst headspace to be in. Because, it is. Like, I, I, obviously now I'm so glad that I got it because I was like, I was watching it afterwards. I was like, okay. It does look really cool, okay. But at <laughs> yeah. the time, I was just so annoyed that it took me this long to get it. Um, especially because, like, all the guys who were who were doing it so easy were watching me trying to get it. And I was just like, <laughs> I'm just going to be grumpy instead. <laughs> I think I was just tired, but I got so grumpy over it. Um, but hey-ho, I'm a little drama queen. What can I say? You know, I believe in training on an empty stomach. I fast usually for 16 hours a day. So I think you get the real good in training out of not eating and having discipline. Yeah. So go I'm hard. Just, even though like there's no fuel. Like food, I just feel sick. Yeah. Yeah. Some people do because um, what you're doing is that you're putting too much demand on your blood. So instead of digesting food, it's going to the muscles where it needs it the most right now. So it ejects what you can't retain. So a lot of people get sick because of that. So a lot of bodybuilders would be like, work out till you get sick. Well, they just eat before they go and then they get sick. <laughs> don't, don't work harder, work smarter. I love that. I apply that to my life. See, I see a lot of, a lot of likes in between us. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We're, both, yeah. <laughs> we're just both really cool. That's what it is. Yeah. Yeah. You know, you should really get your hair dreadlocked and I should really go red slash um, <laughs> crimson (laughs) my mum would always like because when I was little my hair like it was it was so long not so difficult to brush but that was like this one bit under my hair that just completely like matted because like it like turned into like a little dreadlock because my mum just get her hair brushed through it and then like every time I remember when I every time I put my hair up it was just a lump here I was like can't get it out it wasn't until I got lice right and she had and then oh combed completely through i was like maybe like 10 i don't know um yeah. but no i wasn't i was a bit older actually i can't remember it wasn't until I, like i got lice and they had to comb it through but they actually got this like massive knot out and i remember it so so vividly my mom's probably gonna listen to this podcast hi mom um hi, mom. <laughs> i wonder if, do you remember that i had that massive knot in the back of my head Anyway, it wasn't when you were 10, it was when you were 15. (laughs) No, I wasn't 15. (laughs) I don't know. I cannot remember. Can't tell you. My hair's been through a journey since then, to say the least. And it continues. Yeah, and it continues. I'm um, probably going to dye my hair tomorrow. Nice. Uh, What what color are you looking at? On my things to do tomorrow. So it's a day of rest for you tomorrow. Yeah, well, my, never, never a day's rest for my hair. It, it, mm-hmm. it, that's for sure. It's not getting fried. It's getting hacked at. Like, nice. Mm. 
Nice. Yeah, I'll we'll see what happens. We'll yeah. just, just go with the flow in it. I said if I ever grew my hair out, I'd do a nice shag, like a beaver shag. Yeah, yeah. I kind of, I kind of went for the like the the shaggy kind of haircut, but it's did, yeah. just hacked out with the scissors. That's okay. fine. You make it work. You make it work. Yeah, it does work. It does work. Thanks. <laughs> Yours looks great too. Oh, this old thing. <laughs> yeah, it looks sick. Thanks. Um. Let's get back to parkour for a bit. Yeah, so <laughs> you'll get that with me. You're like Rachel. Oh, I love it. Yes, I'm like, yeah, cool. I can talk about it forever. But parkour. No, I know. Yeah. Most athletes we do have on this program just want to talk about parkour forever, and it's how relative it is to life in general, and to what we were talking about. Um, it's it's actually it's quite a lucky thing to have podcasting nowadays that you can reach <laughs> out to other people. Oh, it's really cool. Yeah. Yeah, you're um, doing as well. So I have a question. Like, um, it's one of my favorite questions. It's like, if you were to put down a move into a line, what is your go-to move? Like, I know I have a, f- a handful of moves that I, I commonly put down. And sometimes it's a a cartwheel, just because it's like time to catch space or it grasps your breath or whatever, and it looks cool because you're dropping off of something, whatever, right? So, what would be your favorite move when you put in a line? I'm trying to think now because like most of my lines I'd say are like quite parkour based almost at the moment but like a parkour move that I like really I love a good dive kong like I really love a good Mm. dive kong even with my wrist just hate me I do love a good (laughs) dive kong and uh when it comes to like flips uh I mean aerials is probably my easiest go-to but I try not to just do aerials now just because like not like not because of the Oh, I'm sure she could do an aerial thing. It's because I actually want to try and like make do more things. So I'd say like I have this one move that I really enjoy, which is like I don't even know what it's called. I it's like it's almost like a reverse vault, but like over the top. So I put my left hand down and like just kind of a twist it. It's like a touchdown a twist of my left, which I yeah I really like that move. Um, cool. I'll try and use that one a bit more. Yeah. But yeah, um, that's, a, that's a cool looking move. When it comes to go-tos, I, I just try and I try and switch it up most of the time, so I'm not like always doing the same thing. But then again, a dive kong, you can always get me with a good dive kong. Totally. I just love it. I actually feel like I'm flying. Great. It's a solid move. Yeah. Uh, next, 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 next point. I don't know. Oh. <laughs> it always feels so awkward. I stop talking to my. <laughs> no, it's fine. There's a yeah. lot of breaks. Um, you got one there, Tom. Um, yeah, actually, I was looking at uh, some of stuff on like Modus pages earlier and saw that you play music. Is that right? Oh, uh, what? You're looking at the website. Yeah. Yeah, I used to I used to play bass a bit. Um, and I used to be quite into music, but since I've moved out, I haven't brought any like I haven't got my bass with me or anything like that. Mm. There's definitely something that like I would like to pursue more, but I don't really have the time at the moment just because I'm doing so much up here. Yeah. But it's definitely like a a passion that's probably going to be like it's still there, but it'll probably be picked up a you- bit later in life when I'm 
less active maybe yeah. do you incorporate music into like your training like do you always have headphones on when when you're training um I'm, or not I'm, really i'm one of those ones i just don't like training in headphones i really like speakers oh, me too. <laughs> when i have headphones in like when I, I broke when i had headphones in i broke my i broke my hand and then never again did i train because oh. <laughs> i was like i like it just zones you out too much personally mm. also like um i can just feel them in my ears and stuff and it's just like uh, i don't know <laughs> i do like training with music though i use i use music a lot in my instagram posts when I make reels and stuff, most of my posts are always they're always quite long. And I try and I just try and use them to reflect like my day and also like my mood at the time. Like mm. I use a song that I'm like into at the time. So when I look back on it, I can go, Oh yeah, like I was I'll look at like my post from Frankfurt and I'll go, Oh yeah, no, I really like this song at this time and like it kind of like re Makes me like relive the moment a bit better. I'm like, totally. yeah, this was like I remember listening to this song and like vibing in this way. <laughs> um, like that's kind of what led to me creating that movement. And I also just create in, in, include like dumb videos in my edits as well. You'll find a lot of like me and frog hats. I guess <laughs> I don't know. Oh my life just includes like just like fun stuff. Oh, oh, fails as well. I always include like my fails and like. Like yeah, I noticed that. And the uh, attempts. I think that's really important. Yeah. yeah. It's one of those ones where people probably don't watch it. <laughs> like, it probably, like, because it, it pads out the video and people don't have that attention span anymore. Yeah. Um, but I always include them just because, like, I feel like it makes the edit better, but also it's like, mm -hmm. hey, guys, I'm not perfect. Please don't mm -hmm. expect me to be good when you meet me in person. <laughs> Because I will fall on my ass. Um, yeah, I said that to one of our athletes. I said, oh, I really like that bail you posted. And he's like, really? You like that? You like that I fell? I'm like, I like that you're human. That, mm -hmm. you know, I fall too. And to see, like, someone like you who's all meaty and beefy not make it. And it's like, oh, okay. I'm like, yeah, man. Like, that's great. Like, you should do more bails on your, your, your page. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, the bails are like the unseen side as well as what take what it takes to get like the the challenge whatever so that's why like when i i was mentioning about the 180 thing in sweden i posted mm. up a story about it with like kind of what it actually took for me to get it because another part that really stressed me out was like even if i do get it and i, I like, no one's gonna understand how much effort it took for me right. to get it. so i did end up posting it and kind of like talked about obviously my experience and like the emotions that I went through and things just to be like hey guys didn't do this first time this was an absolute nightmare for me um because I'm 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 not perfect and love like oh but if you just want to post the clips of you getting in it that's fine but I feel like not responsible but because I do have like a small audience it's like I don't want them to expect yeah like when I run when, when I meet them in person as well I don't want them to expect me to be better than I am because I'm right. like, I just show up and fall over and then sometimes maybe make it. Uh, but it just it just creates a more realistic expectation as True, well as for sure. just showing the progress. 
Right. Being able to take a hit is a big part of parkour as well. Oh, yeah. shit. Totally. Like rolling with the hits? Yeah. Um, also, um, do you also a fire dance? Do you, do you spin a staff? Yeah, so I uh, usually in summer I uh, do a bit of fire circus stuff. Um, really? To work, I just I, I just enjoy it. It's like I have a fire staff and some fire poi that this yeah. And um, I hope for my sixteenth birthday, uh, my present from my dad was a fire staff and a gallon of paraffin. So <laughs> a bit out of the ordinary. Um, Thanks, Dad. <laughs> I, I, I did I did mention that I wanted it, but it's great fun. Like I did do like do like to practice when I can. But I'm um, just making up routines of my fire stuff and like throwing it in the air, like catching it in like various ways and stuff. I did do one where I like threw it up, tried to spin around to catch it, but then slapped myself in the face with it, like <laughs> really hard. Um, so that wasn't fun. But yeah, that's um, how you learn. Yep. Fire breathing as well is quite scary. I noticed that. Yeah, that's, that's cool. Super fun. Super fun. You just gotta. I guess it gets less scary as you go, but. Every time you do it for the first time in a while, you're like, whew, okay. It's just one of those ones. It's a cool party trick. <laughs> cool. You know, we'll talk about that off camera because I want to – I spin poi myself too. Uh, I do this one called a meteor hammer. It's like a it's like string dart, but uh, at the end of the string, there's a, a ball on fire, and I do the neck wrap and all the cool stuff like that. <laughs> but, I mean, I've always wanted to do – fire breathing that'd be a nice ender to the show it's it, it gets the audience it gets the audience involved like uh enticed for sure totally i cool. heard up and going uh when we do like a big group like finale i'll just run like whoop, and then jump up fire breathe and just drop down and just run around <laughs> run behind it's, it's fun <laughs> You're such an interesting uh, character, that's for sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I can be yeah. real one. Mm -hmm. uh, I guess getting back to parkour training a little bit here. Do you yeah. do anything besides parkour for training? Like, do you cross train with like weightlifting or calisthenics type stuff, or just parkour? And that's honestly no. Know. I'm meaning to get into it a lot. Um, hmm. I know I've got a program now that I've been meaning to start um, when I can get like a good gym membership and stuff sorted. Um, but at the moment, no, I haven't really done much. I just do jumps and then jumps get bigger, I guess. It's yeah. kind of okay. I'm jealous of that. That <laughs> works. <laughs> but I, I can to get power training so I can jump even further. That makes sense. No, that's cool. Yeah, at least you'll have, uh, you could get Mark there to help you out, hey? <laughs> yeah, he's got his biometric plan. Which is, oh I my gosh. I've got it, but I haven't, like, I've just, it's just one of those things where I'm like, oh, I'll get around to it, and it never gets around yeah. to it. I have it all printed up here in the Rolodex of other parkour stuff that I printed. Cool. And it's like, yeah, when did I get to it? Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. So parkour, for the sake of parkour, that's that's good. That, that uh, 
I don't know. I've never been able to like successfully do that. I've, I've always had to uh, like weight train or do some other calisthenics to compensate, I guess. <laughs> Me too. I do uh, yoga or some kind of... Oh yeah, yoga. A lot of yoga. Yeah, or some kind of knees over toes training or some kind of rehab, for mm-hmm. a lack of a better word. I stretch, but that's about it. Like, I oh, right on. Yeah, but... I've definitely lost quite a lot of flexibility since I've gained strength. It's one of those ones where you kind of go. I think it comes along with it, yeah. Yeah. More density. More. But then there's Joji Mufu, who puts that off. (laughs) I don't know if you know who Joji Mufu is. He's a a tricker back in the day. Yeah. Would that be safe? He was a tricker. And he was cool. He was, you know, cool blonde hair guy, whatever. And he'd do all the cool slips with his shirts off. And then he, he discovered weightlifting. So he turns into this long-haired, beefy guy into weightlifting. And he's still doing these flexibility stuff while holding, like, 200 pounds over his head while doing his splits. And it's like... i the videos on doing that. Probably. Probably. <laughs> this guy's a freak. Yeah, that's just yeah the goal. so that's that's where <laughs> yeah that's that's where uh, off training can lead to. <laughs> it's a freak show. <laughs> so you're and you're coaching now, right? For the last, I guess, yeah. couple of years. Yeah. So I've been. I started off as a gymnastics coach when I was fourteen, and then I did that until I was about seventeen, and then moved to another gym where I did like this ninja thing um as well as gymnastics but the ninja was like secretly parkour but it wasn't and then the people who were running yeah. it didn't know that much about parkour so they called everything weird names that didn't make sense and they had yeah. like, a way of like teaching it which i didn't really like but just kind of got on with it and then um mm. i quit that um uh, around february maybe last year and then mm. didn't work just trained and had fun all the way up until um, October when I um, accepted the job up here and then moved all the way to Sheffield to work at Nova City and honestly I love it like I'm finally getting to teach proper parkour and not just because the parkour I taught before that was ninja was all on soft blocks like all soft blocks there was no like rails or anything like nothing like that it was soft play Um, whereas now I'm like Right, we've got some we've got some some wooden boxes. <laughs> nice. So yeah, I I'm really enjoying, I'm really enjoying teaching proper parkour. So it's fun. Has, has that changed um how you train then? Like has had having to explain things to kids made you <laughs> change your your training at all, like your approach to things? Um not really, because I, I usually coach in the same way that I train myself like I don't really I don't have a coach when I'm training so I, mm-hmm. I go that's what most like most people do they kind of coach themselves almost they like take yeah. advice from other people but usually when you're trying something you go oh, okay I feel like I need to do this um, but also like when people when my students are like too scared to do something uh, when then like the way I talk them through it is like by working up to stuff the same way that I would in my own training because I feel like as well like I don't want to feel like a hypocrite when I'm coaching and I'm like, just do it. It's not like, difficult. Like, I understand like when stuff is scary. Yeah. yeah. Scared as well. Um, 
So I try to be as like sympathetic with it as I can, especially when coaching simple skills um, and they're struggling to get it. Like um, I feel like what I'm good at is not is like being quite patient and not mm. being too patronizing either. Because what kind of annoyed me when I'm like learning something is when someone's quite patronizing about it. They're like, yeah, like you probably will struggle with this, but you're gonna do this, and it's like that's just not necessary, you know. Like I mm-hmm. feel like. Just when, especially when you're teaching kids just something simple and they're not getting it, there's you just got to be patient with them and let them work on it. Because if you get annoyed at them, they're not going to enjoy it. <laughs> you just yeah. everyone starts somewhere. Like well, it, can, it can be so difficult too, because you are teaching skills, but at the same time you're almost teaching uh, a mindset. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, sure. And um, with my coaching as well, I find myself. <laughs> teaching some like like normal ethical values in my classes yeah, yeah. sometimes that's what I do too yeah they're a bit like they, they say something that is just unacceptable and we might have to stop the class and explain why that's just not a thing that you should say or ever <laughs> um yeah. so it's someone's like I'm teaching parkour, but I'm also teaching this, like, this mindset, the way that they should be, like, acting as well, like, the way they can be respectful and things like that. Um, like, I remember when, to be honest, when I first started coaching there um, with one of the older classes, I was like, right, so I made sure I'm going to be a coach. And the first thing they said was, why have we got a female coach? They were like, why have we got a woman coach? And I was like, what do you mean? They're like, well, parkour's for boys. I'm like, goodness sake. Oh, no. So the first thing I did with them that lesson was like, right, so have any of you heard of a climb up? <laughs> and none of them, not a single one of them could do a climb up. Um, and being absolutely horrible that I am, I was like, right, so you're all really strong guys, yeah? Right, so we're going to do a climb up. It goes like this, does a climb up, quite easy. You climb on top. I'm like, right. <laughs> Obviously, I took them through it and stuff. And I get them trying it and they're like, this is so difficult. I'm not strong enough. And I'm like, well, I look at that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You see, like, I do. They, like, some of them got their climbs, so we worked in it. But it was definitely, like, a realisation moment for, for them as well. Like, women aren't just weak kind mm-hmm. of thing. Like, lots of them kind of have the idea that parkour is a boys' sport even just because they never had a female coach either. So it's really mm-hmm. nice working with them on that as well, because it's kind of changing a lot of their perspectives of women as they're growing up. Um, so quite young, but I do hear some things like sometimes in my classes and I'm like, right, we're going to, we're going to work on this. Um, yeah. That honestly, all of the students that I have are like, they're all great and they all respect me a lot now. Um, it definitely took some some getting getting to them, but they're they're the they're the greatest kids, and it's really nice to like share and spread my passion for parkour with them, and like to see them progress is also really cool. Yeah, that's one of my favorite part. That's awesome. I really like your take on that. It was good, maybe that that happened with them earlier, like near the start mm-hmm. of their training, because yeah. anyone doing parkour long enough is going to have an ego check. Oh at yeah. Some point, right? Like you might think you're doing real good, but that's that's gonna <laughs> <laughs> that's gonna stop at some point. Yeah. Yeah, it will. 
girls in my class now because I had a couple of them join and then like some of the boys were making fun of them like saying like why are there girls in the class this is this is for boys they or they, that's like usually their go-to statement but like I was like saying like with some like other kids as well like you have to like it sounds unprofessional but you do have to take the mic like to seem it's quite it's quite a difficult one to explain so obviously there's like you shouldn't make fun of like the kids as well but it's a good mm -hmm. way to teach them discipline as well is like so like when some of mine got into an argument and they're like guys this is a parkour lesson not a display of your, of your toxic masculinity kind of thing just like t like taking the mick out of them a little bit just to like because yeah. if i just told them off like a shower yeah. it won't it won't go through whereas if i made like a subtle like jokey remark of like guys are being stupid kind of thing it will like it i feel like they process it a lot better so like when um the uh, the girls were like in my class and then some of them were like making fun of them because the girls are doing better than them um i just say to the girls in front of the boys as well i'm like sorry girls the guys don't know how to react when a girl's better at them at parkour we'll get there someday like just because they'll, they'll listen to that and they'll go <laughs> but um it, true, yeah. it gets across them a lot better than just oh my gosh can you stop that like it's, it's just it, I, I find it's just a better technique just to yeah. get kids to kind of clock on and especially I talk to them as well I was like you can't be annoyed that they're better than you like just go ask them for help like you can see that they're doing this move better than you right that shouldn't annoy you just because they're a girl go ask mm. them for help like Go ask them for some tips. And then I make, I literally will tell them, go ask them for some tips. Now, go over. So you can do it. You can't. Go ask for some tips. And then it, 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 it gets them like talking to them as well. So it's not like this whole divide where they, they can actually train together, which is it's nice. Yeah. Nice to work on it. <laughs> Obviously, you're in the right placement for the right job. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's really yeah. crucial. Yeah, it's, it's a very rewarding job and like, very different fronts but just getting just like tackling that kind of mindset from when they're younger because like in the parkour community like today like i can see like some of the people who could have done with that when they were younger they don't know how to handle when a girl's better than them at something and they get quite snarky about it like i've had i've had it before it's like almost used as like an insult to me when i'm good at something they're like Oh well, like even if I do well in like online, I'm like, oh, it's only because you're a girl though. And then when I do, when I'm good at something, better at something that's like a physical challenge, I like get annoyed about it. And I've noticed it a few fair few times now. Like I'll complete a challenge before a guy, and they just don't bother doing the challenge because they're like, well, I'm not gonna do it now, <laughs> kind of thing. Like, huh? They just give up on the challenge because they feel like it will be embarrassing to them struggle with the challenge when i've already done it or i'll complete the challenge and then then they finally do it like they finally send it because they're like oh well, rachel's done it that's embarrassing if i haven't <laughs> so that was a huge thing when i started parkour it was like i'd finally do something and i'm proud of it and then someone would be like mate just do it rachel's done it you can't like 
you can't be you can't let Rachel have done it and you haven't and I'm just like huh ah, what did I do yeah. to just this but sure. yeah that's a that's a big problem I think yeah well especially with the young guys the ego the ego it's gets always... in the way you're kind of told a certain thing you have to be you know faster or stronger or something but it's just ego yeah like they they think that they need to be faster and stronger than the girl and they just don't understand when they're not and it's kind of one of those things where i just want to make it normalized that like it's not a bad thing for yeah. a woman to be better at you at something to be stronger than you it's just not because even though like statistically men might be stronger mm-hmm. that's that's just like the average yeah. It doesn't matter if you're not. You're right. It doesn't matter if the challenge for you is a challenge for me kind of thing. It doesn't matter if we're working on the same thing. It's just, we're just there to train, you know? Yeah. We're to do the same thing. We're to do jumps. People focus on the wrong factors there. It doesn't matter. It's the, there's yeah. like so much, even like when, um, with younger kids too, questioning like, why is this person better than me? Or like, why am I worse? It's like, well, they've been training this for yeah. six months already. You know, you just started. That's just how mm-hmm. things are. Yeah, like it applies to everything. Not even just when a woman does it. When any, like, when anyone's better than you, sometimes it can be like, how can they do this so easy? And it's like, just mind your, just focus on yourself. Obviously, you can have people to aspire to, but you'll never know how easy or difficult something is for them. Because yeah. you're done, you know, you got to focus on yourself and focus on your own battles, but still appreciate when other people achieve things. But focus on yourself. Try not to try not to compare yourself too much. Shit, well said. Yeah. Jeez. I was I was hanging yeah. on to every word that you were saying. Getting deep here. <laughs> no, it was really cool. No, it was really cool because that's an aspect that uh, a lot of people wouldn't see. Um, coming through like a, a feminine point of view, right? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah I've gonna... uh, I've experienced some of that. Um, not quite to that extreme, but uh, um, I've been called certain things. But you know, I still show up to the next jam, and you know, may, people may not really care or like at that point. But I still go out of my way because this is my family sure i might have a a fight with my brother and my family but we're still family like we still show up the same jam like sure yeah last time i got mad at you for something but let's get over it let's train kind of thing right and usually that comes through usually but i've (laughs) trained with like i trained with newcomers and people that have been in the the community for a while and it, it it's just a little bit of whatever at that time and then you move on yeah yeah, like yeah. ethics or whatever, or just a different point of view. Because it is mostly, I hate to say it, but parkour is male dominated, but women are rising up. And it's maybe just making, you know, the typical scene feel uncomfortable if uh, no one's been there before to make it uncomfortable, you know? Yeah, yeah. And there was a big thing, not a big thing, but like um, the boys sometimes feel like this is their, like, this is their like guy friends. They want to hang out with the boys and they want to mm. catch the boys and jump on walls. They don't want a girl there kind of thing. Mm. So it's like if the boys go out every Sunday and play football and then one of them just starts bringing their girlfriend, their girlfriend's joining in, they're going to like be like, well, this is the boys. This is the boys day. 
kind of thing. Whereas, like, something with parkour, it's like, boys just kind of, it's just because it's been that way for so long, it's kind of just like, they see it as like the boys hanging out. Whereas, so when a girl shows up, it can almost feel like uh, intimidating, or not intimidating, but like, it feels like Mm. the the vibe has been ruined. Um, But what vibe has really been ruined? Because like, they're like, oh, yeah, we just can't talk like we would before. And I'm like, why not? And they're like, yeah, because there's a girl there. And I'm like, well, whatever you were saying before can't have been good if you can't say it in front of yeah. the girl. <laughs> wow. Bullshit. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, yeah. If, you're, if you're changing your, the way you speak that much just because there's a girl present, there's clearly the problem. <laughs> there's clearly something wrong. For sure. <laughs> That's so good. Then you're, it's probably misogynistic or stupid. Like, I don't care, like, if you if they're like, yeah, but it's just boy stuff, innit? I'm like, what? You're just going to complain that you, you you hit your balls on a wall or something? <laughs> That's funny. Like, yeah, exactly. That, I don't care. Um, but they'll be like... It hurts. Yeah, whatever. The stuff you can't say in front of me is just, like, inappropriate stuff about women. So if that's such a big topic of conversation when you're hanging out with the boys, I don't think you should be hanging out with the boys, mate. <laughs> that's just weird. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, for real though. Plus, it's limiting too. Like, if limiting. you're just gonna cut out, just gonna cut out women from parkour. Like everyone, when you're training with people in a group, like everyone will bring their own point of view to something, right? So True. you're just eliminating another perspective, another. Yeah, you know, that happens with everything now, like gender, race, everything. Like if you exclude one specific group depending on any of these factors and you're cutting out an entire perspective because everyone goes through different life experiences and things you know mm-hmm. and yeah. then that's how you become ignorant <laughs> yeah that's right <laughs> only ever listen to one point of view and your views are never challenged then you stay ignorant and that's a dangerous thing to do holy shit are you sure you're 19? Yeah. <laughs> like, you're so philosophizing here. Like, it's just great. I think that's what you should go into, parkour philosophy. Yeah, yeah. I write a book. Probably, like, four people would read it. And I'm very dyslexic. <laughs> It'll be spelled Well, wrong. Tom and I. Tom and I are too, so. <laughs> Professor parkour philosophy. It would be nice. It would be, like, the kind of thing that, like, if I had to write an essay, like, some essays on it. I'd go for it, but I don't think anyone would read it. Maybe, maybe I'll do a little short book of essays, maybe, or like little things about things like that. Rachel the philosopher. There we go. Why the fuck not? There's no, there. Why? Why? What's stopping you? Good shout, actually. Yeah, maybe I'll look into it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay, cool. I'm glad we started something. (laughs) Yes. Yeah. Hold me to that. Hold me to that. No. I'm not if, that I, if I haven't done it, you'd be like, Rachel, where's your book? Where's your philosophy? <laughs> we're like, uh. Next week, the week after, the, like months later, where's your book? Where's your book? I wish this chick would stop sending me stuff. <laughs> <laughs> uh, are we, are we, I, yeah, maybe, maybe I'm not looking to writing a book. That'd be, that'd be, that'd be fun. Um, uh, we'll it would definitely surprise my year 10 English teacher for sure. <laughs> She'd be like, yeah, no doubt. You're writing a book, you got like, you barely passed English. Actually, I didn't barely pass. I got a B, but in my mock, I did basically fail. 
So I'm surprised. Well, maybe, I maybe it was the teacher, not the student. No, my teacher was good. I was just <laughs> <laughs> I didn't confidently say it was the student. It took me so like <laughs> anything. So I felt like if I just talk, like spoke, and then someone could type it down. Yeah. Easy. Book. There's an app for that. Ah. Smart. <laughs> no excuses, Rachel. Write a book now. Oh. So besides book writing, what what are your future plans? Um. So at the moment, my kind of goal for next year is Red Bull Out of Motion. Um, yes. Fuck yeah. It's, it's <laughs> definitely an ambitious one because flips aren't really my strong point, but I'm I'm getting there. Like I kind of. The good part about this job at the moment is that I can use the gym as much as I want. So um, basically just becoming a gym rat and getting as many, my flips better, because I definitely mm -hmm. went more towards parkour. Um, but after going and watching Rebel Out of Motion, I did the on-site qualifiers, but uh, oh, nice. there was no on-site qualifier spots for women. So, hmm. you know, um, that's strange. didn't qualify. So after I made some salty remark in front of the organizers, like, I can't believe they haven't got any on-site qualifier spots for women. That's a, that's a bit, that's a bit sexist, don't you think? It's you like, did say that? They like really loudly in front of some organizers. I was like, like Good for often, you. I was, I was saying it to my friend like next to me, but just say it really loudly, um, just so they, just so they hear it. You know, I was tempted yeah. to, um, I, I never did it, but I was saying I'll post some of the clips from my on-site qualifiers and be like. Here's my on-site qualifier clips from uh, at Rebel Out of Motion. Shame there's no shame there's no on-site qualifier spots for women at Rebel. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm you know what? If I was in your position, I'd probably do the same. But probably yeah. you did a lot subtler than I would have done. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I I mean I should I should why don't I do that? No, it's good. I'm glad you did. Someone heard it, and you know it's gonna it's gonna. Yeah, definitely heard it. It was definitely just some random Red Bull worker, but I hope they feed. I hope they gave feedback. But I definitely should have done like an Instagram post and be like at Red Bull. Where's the on site qualifier? We need it. I'm just gonna edit out this one segment and just send this video portion of this podcast yeah, at yeah. Red Bull here. Yeah, <laughs> Rachel's rant. Rachel's rant. <laughs> um, but yeah, Rebel Out Motion. We're trying to qualify online, but it's Good. Huh, there's only like six spots and uh, I don't know if I can do that. So we're gonna try. Right? I mean, I'm gonna try. There's no harm in trying. And even if I yeah. don't qualify, I'm still gonna go and then do the on-site qualifiers anyway for fun. And then, oh well, oh well. That's probably gotta be even maybe a more fun part of it, because then, you know, once you're in the competitions, like cameras are rolling, pressure. Yeah. You it's know. just on-site qualifiers. Like I don't like that competition like anyway. It's so stressful. Uh, like yeah. I literally fainted out of my onsite because I was it was like 30 degrees. I hadn't eaten because oh. I'm stupid, like stupid again. Um, and like I've been waiting for so long to like actually go up for my qualifier because I was like number 112. I was oh, like, sure. 10 people at a time. But it was like take it took so long. Um, but I was so hot. And then afterwards, like I remember being like, they got us to line up at the end, and I was just like, whoa. And then someone said to me, they're like, yo. 
you're you're even cooler in person than on Instagram. And I was like, thanks. And I was like, literally just like out of it. And I was like, you're good. It's like, yeah. And I got just out of the arena, and then I just kind of like blacked out even, and I sat then then started pouring water on my head. They're like, are you alive? I'm like, yeah. I'm just dying. Like dehydration, exhaustion, heat heat stroke probably. I think it was heat stroke to be honest. Um, either way, did did the on site. Um, I took a I took a box to the to the gut because I just I saw like I think it was like three guys like trying this like jump with like a step up to the box. I saw three of them like bounce it, but like this was after like I'd done like the prep and I looked at the jump and I was like. Maybe I could make that. I don't know. It's quite big. And then while I was waiting to go for the final thing, I saw like three guys bounce it. I was like, oh, well, maybe it's a bit big then. But then I, I remember just like with all the adrenaline, just running at it. And then I jumped and then just my feet didn't get my feet high. My feet slid down straight away and I just took it to the gut. I was like, oh, I'm good. Oh, I'm good. Uh, kind of went straight back. And I was like, right, we do it again. I did end up making it. But yeah. uh, the first time I think I had that little bit of doubt in my mind from seeing like three guys bounce it. So I was like, I'm not going to make it. Um, yeah. Which is stupid because I'm like, did the classic, oh, a guy can't do it, therefore I can't, kind of thing. Oh, uh, yeah. yeah. Um, I could do it. Yay. Mm-hmm. Cool. <laughs> That's a wicked story, too. Yeah. <laughs> but everyone's uh, going to take that box to the gut, so that's quite embarrassing, but also... And you were planning on, like, you want to go to NAPC when it when yes. that kicks back up? Yes, I've been wanting to do that for ages, but it's just been postponed, postponed. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm hoping for next year. I just want to, I just think it'll be fun because I haven't, like, done a proper woman's skill comp yet, um, like, at all. Um, I, we were planning on for Project Underground, which is at my gym in, like, not my gym, but the gym I work at, in a, <laughs> yeah. on the 18th of February, so 2022, so quite soon. Um, but I'm not allowed to be involved with any of the planning for it because I want to compete. So Elizabeth right. planning on doing it, so she's going to help plan it with Liam and stuff. But that's going to be my first, like, kind of taste of a woman's skill comp, so... Have, have you like, done skill comps then before? Uh, no, I haven't done any, I don't think. Wait, can I think? Have I? No, no, I haven't. I've judged, I've judged some. Like I judged mm. one in Hamburg and then I judged the, like a fun one we did in Sweden while I was there. But I did, I did try and do my own, like I got assigned just a skill challenge just to like judge. And then at the end, I was like, I wonder if I can do it. And I didn't get it in the three tries that they had, but I eventually did get it. So I could do it. Um, so maybe I could have competed in that skill comp. I should have, but I decided to be a judge instead. I don't know. So you want to do some style stuff and skill things. How would, how do you feel about speed events? Yeah, so speed is like a hit or miss with me. It was a <laughs> speed course. Um, I'm there. If it's a long speed course, I'm dead. Um, <laughs> so I did. I did Red Bull Alan Dulas, um, which was like a speed right. incorporated with like a singular flip. Um, yeah. So um, the thing is, it was like it was like a speed because it was like how fast can you do it? 
but then it was like both either side of the course had to do a, a flip in it as well and then the person who had the did the cooler flip got time reduction or like it, it changed depending on which round it was hmm. but uh yeah so yeah it was a bit it was a bit weird but the core i the course is a bit of a struggle for me um, because it was like a lot of impact with a lot of high drops and stuff. Um, but definitely for the first like half of the course, I was zooming like I was so fast. But then I get like I don't have much stamina. I have like quite difficult difficulty breathing sometimes. So like halfway through the course, I'm like oh, I'm dying. <laughs> um, so yeah, and then I'm just struggling for the last of the course but i would definitely like to do that event again so i don't know if they're, if they're watching please invite me back i want to do it <laughs> i want to redeem myself well i would definitely like to see you compete at an apc for sure yeah, yeah no doubt. i'd love to do that um mm -hmm. probably most likely the skill and the speed don't know about style <laughs> um we'll see about that um my at the moment my style goal is out of motion because I like it would just be cool just to be like yeah I'm competing <laughs> you know yeah um honestly just getting to that point is incredible yeah I just yeah. become more well-rounded if that makes sense so um at the moment I've got project underground where I'm focusing on skill and speed and then I'll probably do the style just so that there's another woman doing it but I won't take it too seriously um focus on skill and speed and then um rebel out of motion after that so i'll be focusing on just style for a bit but also like trying to keep skill up and also trying not to get injured because that would just ruin everything but yeah. <laughs> injury yeah that's what happened to christian he hurt his back uh prior to uh red bull he didn't even like warm up i don't think and he just walked in there and you know, the rest of the story. Yeah. But yeah, so yeah, preventive, preventable things for injury for sure. Yeah. Yeah, I'm just so scared of injuring myself for like a big event or something. It's like mm. one of my biggest fears. I need to, but it's one of those ones where it's like, you got to prep so that you're strong enough. You got to practice mm. it so you can go wrong, but then Every, what if you injure yourself kind of thing? So. All of it, your your uh, grip strength, you know, um, wrist uh, impact. I mean, um, ankle impacts. Yeah. Doing, doing squats, you know, just conditioning in general. Yeah. Um, Rachel, how much time do you have? Do you still have? It's going to be like twelve o'clock midnight there pretty soon. You got a couple twenty minutes or so. Yeah, sure. I have. Huh. I, I I'm a night owl. Okay. Perfect. <laughs> Yeah. I wonder if that's like a parkour thing because I was always a night owl too. Yeah, me too. I wasn't doing parkour then though. <laughs> night jams are actually so fun. Oh, they're the best training ever. Like to, to um not trust your eyes. Yeah, yeah. That sounds because everything's have, have well, you it's never great because everything's a, in a shadow. Not really. Like um, I know that they're a thing in warmer countries, like in Lisbon, they do like train at night because there's like street lights, but it's also like a bit cooler. Like, mm. it's, it's a, um, no, I haven't really trained in the night because my eyes just like, I don't know, I can't see nothing in the dark. So. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, it's dim light, you know, street lights as well. Just, you yeah. know, just it's kind of cool. It, um, 
Because you're Screws not training big things. You're like a big LED light just strapped to your forehead. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it's just like always me, like, you know, secretly or not so secretly, I actually want to be a ninja, you know, and like when you yeah. want to sneak around in the night and just different yeah. types of challenges than, you know, training in the day. Roofs at night, that's about it. Well, there you go. Creeping around it's corners. Easy, this is true, right? In the UK? Yeah, yeah. Mm. Do you do much? I did, did you do a roof gap that I saw? Yeah, yeah. I've done some roof stuff. Um, yeah, good for you. I think it's just because I'm so stupid, like when it comes to heights. Like when I look over the edge, I'm like, whoa. But if I just look to the other side, it's not that deep, you know? Like I can just see, like, oh, I'm only jumping from here to here. So I don't look down. Like it doesn't bother me at all. Like the same with descents. I have this weird thing, like, it doesn't bother me going mm-hmm. from the first story or the sixth story because I just don't look down. I just look mm. at where I'm going and it's yeah. like, I calm. <laughs> you can see that when you do your descents from, I guess there would be uh, parking um, garages and you're coming down the staircase. You don't do your typical descent where it's like lying down. You actually do, 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 and you crisscross over. It's kind of yeah. sick, actually. Yeah, I know. I remember doing one that was like in Manchester where it was like these weird X's. And then yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Yeah. Oh, that was one of the, that, like, it wasn't scary when I was doing it, but I was, I remember being too scared to drop to the rail, like, because there was like two X's and like an actual rail. Um, but the rail was like, it was, it was, it wasn't like against the, the frame or anything it was literally just a rail across and I had to like it was like I could either like step down from like the middle or I could drop like from like my oh wow there's a wall there from like my head height so it was like a head height drop to a rail but I remember being too scared to do it so I had like a different technique of getting down so I was like right I'm gonna go do it and then I got my friend to film it and I started doing it but then for some reason I was just like so in the flow that I just accidentally did the drop to the rail on like one of the last parts and I was like, oh, well, that was that was fine. <laughs> like, it was te- terrifying, but it was, like, fine. So then I went back and then did the whole thing with, like, the drops to the rails, which was, like, I think it looked way better. Um, and it looked cooler as well. But mm-hmm. I, didn't, I didn't see myself actually doing the drop to the rail until I accidentally did it. Because I was like, oh, when I was going, I was like, oh, I'm already dropped. Oh, I'm gone. I need to land on that rail. That's okay. <laughs> like, it was an accident that I did it, but... Hey, yeah, worked out well. Yeah, it was a good one. Just got to stay calm, because I feel like if I panicked at that moment, that, and then I could have fallen off, but it's also like saying that calm move where I'm like, oh, I'm already going, got to land on that rail. Like, just land on it. Like, I wasn't thinking about falling off, whereas if I'd realised I was already going, and I was like, oh, my God, I'm going, and then I would, like, try and hold on or something, then could have gone wrong. Like, there was one time, like, during that same descent where I actually, like, missed my right foot and like shin but i just mm-hmm. like it was i was still holding on this hand so i just underbarred through onto the stairs mm-hmm. again there's one of those ones where you're just gonna stay calm the whole way especially with heights and like roof gaps roof gaps you got you got to commit from when you start running kind of thing there's there should never oh, be sure. any doubt of whether you're going to do it after you've taken two steps like you're going like kind of thing um because obviously if you come to that stumble it's so like 
you need to build up that power to make the jump and it's harder like if you start running it'll be harder to stop your run than it would be just to make just to do the jump and you should never be doing a jump at a roof height anyway that you don't know that you can make mm-hmm. like with um when it comes to roofs as well like i i can look at a jump and know whether i can make it most of the time like and if I don't know whether I can make it, I'm not going to do the jump because that's just stupid. Right? I will never do a jump. I'm like, mm, don't know if I can make that. But actually, I did that to a rail once. But like, I feel like deep down, I knew that I actually could make it, kind of thing. But as well as yeah, you got to be a hundred percent when it comes to high ups. Well, I did do yeah. a really <laughs> gap once that I wasn't. 100% sure on but like I feel like the reason I did it was because like I feel like in my head was like oh I don't know but like I deep down I knew I could do it kind of thing so like while on the outside I was like oh I don't know if I can make it like deep down I felt like I knew I could that's why I ended up going for it so I wouldn't have done that if I thought I was going to bounce it that makes sense no that's so no, true, that's so true. Uh, I do a lot of self-talk like that too. I get myself in the headspace and talk myself through talking myself out of it. If that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Also, not being afraid to walk away from a challenge if it's just not. That too. Yeah. If it's if it especially if it's like a roof challenge, if it's like that much, like it's not a bad thing just to walk away. Like, um, but you know, um, a lot of people will like be annoyed themselves for that, but. At the end of the day, you don't know what could have happened if you'd pushed, your t- pushed yourself too hard for it. So, could have gone yeah. You might not be here anymore. Yeah, exactly. Oh, speaking of which, <laughs> your bales. Um, when you were doing your strides across those uh, pillars, that was so cool. I'm so proud of you in that moment. She made it across, right? Was that your, I guess, yeah, second that, or whatever? I made it across the first time. Yeah. Oh, and then the second time because you got to redeem that first time, right? Like for the last, uh, just totally like it was water, water based, right? So she's going across the pillars, striding, looks so great. Does a big jump, a uh, cat to the to the other edge, and she just totally just falls. <laughs> it was it was great. Like your legs rode and everything. <laughs> it was awesome. It was so good. Yeah. So the first that's time... that commitment that you're talking about. Like yeah, the first time I did it, um, I made it, but I I jumped and then I I made the jump and then put my hand down like just to, like at the very end, like I was over I was over the water. It was a big jump. Like it was, it was, it was like it was pretty big, and I made yeah. it. I I I just took. Like, obviously, I bent my knees quite a lot, so my chest was quite low down, so I just put my hand down and stood up. And I was like, I want to do it again, because I want to do it without putting my hand down. And then I started going. And I was like, right, I'm going for it. I've already, like, I, I, there was no way of me stopping. I did actually try and try and stop, like, like the second, actual second attempt. So I, like, did, like, two. And then I was like, oh, and then started, like, stumbling, and then eventually managed to, like, stop and then go back. So mm. I started going again. I was like... Right, I'm going too fast. I can't stop this time. And then did the last jump, but because of the angle of the pillars, like on the last jump, I needed to push to the left, but I kind of forgot that because I was too focused on the fact that, like, I uh, I was like, I needed to keep running. Um, that I kind of went too far straight. Um, and then the jump became like huge. And then I was just like, right, well, bouncing it is. Like, I just put my feet up because I was like, at this point, the best thing I can do is just put my feet up to it and just. 
accept my fate in the water. Um, <laughs> oh, that's oh, great. That's um, I, if you do, do come to NAPC, I would love to train with you because yeah. I think that we have a really good um, outlook on training. For sure, for sure. Cool. We'll get some sick challenges in. Oh, it's, I'll show you a few places, that's for sure. Yeah, <laughs> yeah they do um, yeah. Pardon me? So, I was just saying the gym looks really cool, so you could get, definitely get a good training session in. Yeah, or even outdoor, you know? See yeah, outdoor like. would be even cooler. I'm, like, scared of, like, the weather, though. Is it warm? I don't know. In summer? Um, in, in Vancouver, it's warm all the time. Yeah, it's a pretty yeah. nice place. Yeah, um, the rest of Canada is jealous of Vancouver. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe in um, Actually, I would think Vancouver is a lot more like uh, the UK. Um, Very similar temperature, yeah. climate-wise. I I would agree with that too. Yeah. Some like dang cold ocean. days. Yeah, yeah, true. Um, Tom, do you want to get down to our uh, last little bit here, or do you got a couple more questions? Um, I mean, we've gone through so much and all over. So yeah, I guess we'll we can wrap it up with the last couple of things i could probably go for another hour but uh <laughs> <laughs> no this is some good stuff that's great but yeah. i don't want to turn it into a joe rogan episode you know <laughs> <laughs> three hour 45 minute episode here um okay well i guess we'll go on to just a couple top fives here so we'll start with um Top five athletes, uh, people you like to watch, or just inspirations for you? Um, probably definitely Elise because we get to train together, um, and she's like a huge inspiration for me. Just when even when it comes like her her mentality when it comes to training, we have a very similar drive, and she's so determined all the time. So as well as her like style, she's just great. Um, Hazal probably as well. Like I really like mm. her. Style. Um, just the, the big jumps is very inspiring to watch. Um, I think Kevin Franson from Cooper, probably one of my favorite athletes just to watch, just because it's everything's so smooth, as well as Nilou from France. Mm-hmm. And then one more is um, probably Travis. <laughs> yeah. yeah, just because he's just insane. He's out, he's, he's out, he's out of his mind. Um, and his his mentality is quite interesting to just to see his process through stuff as well because he's one of those he gets so angry at challenges sometimes. I wish yeah he 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 doesn't post on Instagram much, but like he gets very angry. It's quite funny when he does post like little clips of him like yelling at stuff though. But yeah, <laughs> I mean he has to be pretty strong mentally to do the those challenges he's, that he's doing. Yeah, like he'll look at stuff and I'm like, how are you even comprehending that? And then the mm. process that he does, he works up to it. He he really puts himself through it. <laughs> That's for sure. Cool. Yeah. All right, then let's go on to the top five tra- uh, training places. So either your favorite places to, to train or places you want to train. Um, cool. Top five. Um, I really like Bristol in England. That's a really good one. Um. Lisbon is probably a big favorite of mine now. Um, I feel like Frankfurt in Germany. The the spots suck. Like oh. they're gonna hate me if I. If my, 
this. But the community is like a really good vibe. Like I oh, really awesome. like the community there. They're, they're all lovely. Um, Glasgow is pretty good. I really like this, like this spot's pretty good in Glasgow. And my favourite spot is in Nottingham, which isn't far from here. In Nottingham, it's like 45 minutes north, like south. But there's like a really nice spot that's just like walls everywhere. And then that's probably still my favourite spot, like Appenty. Nice. I think I recall seeing the Nottingham spot on your Instagram too. Yeah, it's on there somewhere. There's, I did a Kong Pri, like quite a big Kong Pri there. And it was like, oh, that one was terrifying to commit to. I was like, I was conging over like to the, to the, because there were walls here and there was like nothing here. I was like conging over and just landing down. It was, like, so much impact. And I was like, yeah, that, that was the one, yeah. Make it. And then I don't know why I just didn't just do it. <laughs> but I'd rather just take impact for like a million times before realizing, oh, I'd had to do it. <laughs> yeah, so is parkour. <laughs> well, true. Um, all right. Do you want to take this last uh, one? Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> this is so hard because you could really like uh, cherry pick a lot of stuff out of this uh, podcast because you said so many wonderful things about yeah. what you would give somebody for sage advice. So either like somebody just coming into parkour or like um, that you can give to somebody training or just something, a model that you uh, apply to parkour yourself. My advice would be to uh, be proud of your achievements and don't let anyone else uh, diminish what you've achieved because only you know how hard you worked for it. Holy shit, that was so beautiful. (laughs) fuck oh nice um i was expecting this whole elaborate thing and it was short and sweet (laughs) short and sweet just like me oh i'm like five 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 that's like not that short but still (laughs) (laughs) yeah don't forget the four three oh wait you're you do you you don't use feet to measure do you Oh, we Canada's can, we kind of weird, like we're yeah, metric, but I'm in sixty-six centimeters. There you go. Oh, I'm one one seventy-five. If that matters. Even taller. <laughs> whatever, whatever that gets me out of life. <laughs> you can reach the top shelf. Yeah. <laughs> you know, right now I can. <laughs> Well, um, Rachel, thanks for accepting my um, reaching out and asking you to be on the podcast. I knew you'd be a thrill. So uh, I thank you once again. Um, I know this is uh, pretty late for you, and that's wicked. I really would like you to come back on the podcast. Okay, cool. Cool. Thank you so much. Yeah, it's been a lot of fun. It really has. Um. It's really nice to have a different perspective on everything, and uh, I really appreciate you you out there doing your thing. Yeah, that means so much. I appreciate you for making this podcast and um, really doing something for the community. That's cool. Yeah, that's why we're doing it. That's the only reason why we do this is for the community. We don't get any money out of it. We don't get any sponsors. We just get it to see our family across the world. Amazing! Awesome. 
Yeah. <laughs> Single tear. <laughs> All right. Well, um, everyone, um, please uh, subscribe and like and check it out on your uh, platforms, which would be Spotify, Apple, Google. Am I missing something else, Tom? Oh, uh, everything. It's any major it. podcast. Um, where can people find your stuff, though, Rachel? Where should they live? You can find me on Instagram at Rachel underscore goth if you want to check out my parkour and stuff. Sick. Awesome. Cool. I'll include that in the description of this too for anyone that wants to check that out. Guess we'll end it there. Bye, everyone. Thanks for listening. Bye, Bye, everybody.